Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, hello, and welcome to the next episode of Serendipitous Rebel. Crystal and I, (laughs) Crystal and Wendy, are entrepreneurs trying to figure shit out. And today is one of those days where we are definitely going to throw ourselves into the weeds to talk about systems. I guess the question that comes up is what the heck are systems as Crystal so eloquently put it, systems are what we use to get shit done. <laughs> I love well, it. That, that makes so much more sense than the boring Webster's Dictionary definition that we pulled up before we started recording this. Which I can actually throw out there. Oh which, yeah, like read that and then you, then read, you guys can choose which one you like better. Exactly. By definition, a system is an organized collection of subsystems that are highly integrated to accomplish an overall goal. And Wendy said, well, what the hell does that mean? And I said, oh, well, like your systems are just what you use to get shit done. Exactly. It's interesting because when we wore different hats or previous titles or whatever, I think that we had different systems. Crystal and I coming together, we're in this phase where we are figuring shit out. And that includes the systemization of serendipitous rebel. So this is an incredibly timely topic and you all get to sort of help us work through this or, or be on the sideline as we work through how we are systemizing ourselves. It's interesting because it's not just, it's not just like a workflow. It's not just having a CRM, a customer service Mm -hmm. or a database or something, or it's also really how we function, how we function ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a little challenging. (laughs) What's really funny is I was talking to Brandon, who is my husband for those listening. And I was talking, we were talking this morning and he says, you just seem frazzled. And I go, yeah, I think I realized today, you know, Wendy and I've been working together for several years now, but under a different business, under a different partnership. And we reset and redid this. And I said, I think part of me thought, oh, this will be a very easy transition. In a lot of ways it has been, and it has been a very good transition and a very positive transition. But I think sometimes I I was operating like we're in the middle. And in reality, we're back at the very, very beginning. All of our systems needed to start from scratch because we changed our business model, which Mm -hmm. required an entirely new system. 
we change just the way you and I work together, which is going to require an entirely new system, an entirely new calendar method of how mm-hmm. we're going to operate and pass tasks back and forth. We are working with new people and in new with new goals and new objectives, all new systems. We have new strategies, guys, on how we're doing things on the back end. Again, systems. A lot of what we were doing in the past was not an easy transition forward. In fact, none of it was transitioned over. It was all kind of scrapped and started from scratch. I think when you jump into entrepreneurship in general, you have this idea and this offer and you see a lot of people operating in the world and they're in the middle and you forget that you're at the (laughs) beginning. There's all kinds of things that you need to do in the interim to just lay the foundations and get started. I think it's the most common thing I see from people is that when they start their business, they start as if they're in the middle and they skip putting systems in place and skip putting things in. And I realized, I think in a way, that's what I was doing mentally without even realizing it today. I can't agree more. I think about how most of the time as entrepreneurs, we jump into what we think is the fun, sexy stuff. I got to tell you, there is nothing in my mind sexy about figuring out how to use a calendar, whether to use Asana or whether to use Trello, or it just makes me want to hit my head against the wall. And I know for some people, this is like the dream. It's not for me. I'm an ideator. I want to be in ideation all the time. I'm in the, the process of in the middle of the project itself. It's these other things that are so unbelievably important. And I think back about an analogy that's been used or that I heard that I think is wonderful. So you take a tree and this actually ties in with the concept of focus. And most of the time people say, if you want to clear up your focus and have really tight focus, you can lean into your systems. You have systems in place that help you do the same thing day in and out. And I want to take a different spin on that and question that whole concept of focus because you have a tree, a tree that has really good roots. Imagine we're the tree (laughs) and really good roots, which will be exactly, if you could only see the arms, crystals, arms going. But if you could, if you have a tree and it has really good roots, which are your systems, which are your processes, then when a windstorm swoops in and shakes you all over, you know what to do because your roots just dig in. And I hazard to say that we don't even have to worry about focus if we have systems in place because it allows us the freedom to sway. It allows, which I'm now doing. I really like that. Yeah. It allows us the flexibility. I think of myself as being very rebellious. Yeah. I know. But the funny and crazy thing about that rebellion is when it comes to certain things, I need my systems. I need my, uh, Crystal was privy to a bit of a meltdown I had because there was, I thought I, my morning schedule was going to be thrown out of whack. <laughs> That's, that was, she made it through guys. Don't worry. 
Yeah, exactly. And it turned out, you know, it's fine, but it allowed me an opportunity to really think about it. I need that. Now, when it comes to other things, I can run on tangents. I can, what others have called fuzzy focus or whatever, I disagree. I think that we as entrepreneurs need to have flexibility Mm -hmm. where we need it and when we need it, but we need those strong roots. We need to have the bottom line systems in place, not to mention also a purpose and a few other minor things. (laughs) But once we have this foundational, we can, and so this is a long way, a very long way of saying, Crystal, I totally agree with you. We've come in at the middle we're trying to move over to all the really kind of fun, sexy stuff. Let's talk about social media and let's talk about da, 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 da. When we haven't solidified, we have our purpose, but we haven't solidified those baseline systems that have to be in place to really have us function as freely and happily as we want to. Pretty long-winded, sorry. No, that's perfect. I love the tree analogy too, because, and I actually like it better because I've heard the house analogy, like you build your foundations and then it just slips. I like the tree analogy in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my house blowing in the wind. And I, and I mean, I guess I, I learned recently high rises have a natural sway. I did not like that. They do. Um, I, yes. Or the ones that are hurricane proofed. Um, yeah, they sway. I was staying at a high rise in Florida over spring break and it swayed and the lady goes, oh yeah, this is like, this is so, this is a nice natural sway. And I said, nope, unnatural structure <laughs> that they clipped. But I love the tree analogy because I like the ability to, like you said, have flexibility because I think as entrepreneurs, we are creative beings. Naturally. Yes. Yes. Most of naturally. us. We do have rebellious spirits in all of us, but to have a structure or routine to know what is expected of me helps me feel a little bit more tethered mm-hmm. and gives me the headspace to, that is, it frees up my headspace so that I can be creative mm-hmm. because it, what the thing that gets in the way of my creativity most is my anxiety or frustration or overwhelm about all the things that are going on. And if you can have systems in place, we were talking about calendar systems recently when we were using Voxer back and forth. Having a calendar system in place and time blocking my day, that is a system that I have started to implement. And it has given me the freedom to know that I don't have to worry about that today because I already have that thing scheduled later on in the week. So I can, in my mind, release that to the best that is that I can. Sometimes telling mm-hmm. me not to be anxious about something is asking water not to be wet. I think about it also. We have, while we think we have so much space in our brain for stuff, if we could take out the things that cause us anxiety, cause us stress, cause us confusion, like what do I need to be doing right now? What do I need to remember to do right now? If we can take those out and dump them in a calendar that our brain is then trained to know, I will get a pop-up, whatever half hour time, whatever, whatever. I will get a pop-up that reminds me of what I need to do. I can be less stressed about Mm -hmm. that. Therefore, I can be open to enjoying whatever I'm working on or Mm -hmm. open to being able just for 
brainstorming or whatever it is. Again, I think these are like little thing, not they're little things, but they're huge. This is what makes up our day-to-day activities, our day-to-day life and simplifying or putting them into whatever kind of system that works for us. Ultimately, I think just frees us up mm-hmm. to really do what we want to do. Oh, I agree. And I think a lot of people, when they start out, they start out as solopreneurs and they're doing mm-hmm. all the things. And so they say, well, why do I need systems? Because I'm just going to do it when I do it. Mm-hmm. And to that, I I would fight back to say that no matter how it is you're working Wendy and I are a partnership. Having a system in place is really critical for us to be able to communicate. So we know this is your lane. This is my lane. This is what we work on together. This is it's about delegating roles and responsibilities a little bit, but also to make sure that there's a good ebb and flow in our relationship. But even as a solopreneur, guys, you so desperately need that. And you need to know what's next because you cannot be on 24 seven. Correct. I would also add that it's even more important because your brain is in a gear that says, you can't forget, you can't forget, you can't forget. I forget something in all likelihood, (laughs) you're going to remember it or vice versa. And that's wonderful if you have multiple people or if you're, you know, an entrepreneur, well, a solopreneur chances are means you don't have, you know, a lot of help to remind you. If you're fortunate that you're an entrepreneur who has a chief operating officer or whatever that functions as your, you know, right brain, left brain, hand, whatever, then you're very fortunate. But most of us don't start out that way. I can say that having someone who shares the burden of, of memory is wonderful, but most of us don't have that. No. And, and we yeah. didn't have that when we started out. No. Oh, no, no, no. I'm one that I struggle with. Do I want to use post-it notes? Do I want to use Trello? Do I, I, I do say that I did get, yeah, as you hold up. I'm holding up one of literally, you guys, 15 post-it notes that are on my desk, most of which are my husband's, I realized, but <laughs> Uh, Because I started a new task system in my G Suite. Yeah, I will say that I think when I got an an iPad and I downloaded uh, GoodNotes, which allows me to, I don't use Post-its anymore. I make notes directly into my iPad, which then I'm able to sort. I am able to put into folders. It's to me, it was a, it was a game changer in terms of how I can be organized and. And I will say that now, if I could just get good notes to talk to Google, a whole other conversation, just figuring these things out and then sticking with it, implementing, trying to see what works because there's nothing. And, and I think that we talk a lot about being stuck and, being, and spinning our wheels. Well, I think is probably if we really were to dig into it, this is really the underpinning of mm-hmm. We are spent, we spend so much time in this. I can't forget to do this. I can't forget to that. Oh, where's that post-it note? Blah, 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 blah. And and men like post-it notes, by the way. I thought I'd put that out there. Little scraps of paper to write things on. Uh, I, as I look at my husband's desk right now, is that, is, is, yeah. (laughs) What is that? And I think, no, I agree because 
most people, when they're struggling in some area of their business, if you really ask them, they don't have a system in place. They're throwing spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks. They have, their days are not systemized. Their days mm-hmm. are kind of usually dictated by their inboxes, like mm-hmm. letting the inbox push you one way or the other on how you want to mm-hmm. go. Or we have bright and shiny object object syndrome. So somebody tells us we need yeah. to do reels. So we get lost in some weird rabbit hole on social media, trying to create something that really is not pushing us forward. There's no strategy behind it. There's no system behind it. And therefore, none of the tactics that we're trying to do are working at any given moment, which just leaves us stuck in this perpetual cycle of spin out. Exactly. Exactly. I would challenge listeners to, well, one, I'd love to know what systems others use to share, what systems you use for helping you for for that foundational, really stability in your business. What, What do you use? And if you don't use anything, the Gmail does have a great option. If you use Microsoft, I mean, for a long time, I was the Microsoft task when I was in corporate world, that was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely phenomenal. And I remember when we had switched to something else, I felt like, oh my gosh, I was so lost. Using something that ties to your calendar, ties to tasks, ties to notes, things of that, uh, whatever the system works, just keep it simple at first. And then you build, Yeah, we'd looked at what, what was it, Asana? Asana. A fabulous product, but wow, let's not start at the top, (laughs) the learning curve. Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you took the thought right out of my head because what you do all the time, I agree. Keep your system simple at first because we did, we, everybody kept saying, oh, you should be on Asana. You should be on Trello. You should be on Slack. There are all these different tools out there. They're all great. I think if you can, again, systemize those things for you, awesome power to you. What Wendy and I realized very quickly, and I'm glad we realized it as quickly as we did, honestly, was that we were overcomplicating the system. And then ultimately (laughs) it was never going to work for us because Mm -hmm. it wasn't a good fit for us. The learning curve was too steep. It would have inhibited our ability to start to, to, to even get started. We would have stopped before we even got started. And so we ultimately went back to using Google Workspace and using our Voxer back and forth to communicate because that was the system that worked for us. So that's the most important thing about systems too, is there is no one size fits all approach to a system or to running your business. I know a lot of people think there is, and Mm -hmm. they're just isn't, but ultimately you have to sit down and talk about what's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. What is the most simple way to get it started? Because as you scale and grow, I will use Slack as an example for two people right now, Slack, probably a little bit overkill. If we're ever going to grow a larger team, yes, Slack will be awesome. And I can't wait to implement that much, much further down the road in the future. But there's also some 
costs that are associated with all the systems that you try to pull in together too. So just be cognizant of that. There's a lot of things out there that are very simple, that are free, that you can implement right away. There's no <laughs> learning curve. There's, no, there's no learning curve to Google tasks. It's literally click on that blue check mark with a circle next mm-hmm. to it in your Gmail. And it's the same thing as exists in your calendar or your Google drive. Just click mm-hmm. that button and add tasks. It's very, very simple. Keep it simple, stupid. I hate that phrase, but, or keep it stupid, simple. <laughs> yes, that one, but it does, it does fit. It does work. I can't agree more. And also just as we are now in the beginning of the second quarter of 2022, as part of your system, reviewing your system, <laughs> now, whether it's quarterly biannually, annually, whatever, some sort of a frequent or semi-frequent review of where you are really is super, super important. And I think it's just taking a list of all of the things that you're responsible for in your business, which would be, again, as an entrepreneur, pretty damn much everything. (laughs) And just knowing like, okay, you have a financial component of your business. What systems do you have in place to make sure that you stay on top of that? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be rocket science, guys. It might just be scheduling in your calendar once a month, input your expenses and your income. Exactly. So it's about being intentional for every area of your business and then writing down what the process is for that. So that when you do go to hire, you have those Mm -hmm. SOPs in place as well. So it's a very easy handoff. You don't have to think about how you do these things. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It makes hiring so much easier down the road because one, when you list your, the thing you're trying to hire for, you're going to be very specific in the job description. This is what you're responsible for. Bookkeeping. I use QuickBooks. So I need somebody to be proficient in QuickBooks. Like it just helps write your job description so much better as well. Wendy and I are responsible for this podcast. So we have to have a whole systems meeting on how we're going to do the podcast. What days do we record? How are we going to produce this? What's the system in place once the recording, where does the recording go to be edited? Where does it go to be for show notes? And so there are just all kinds of things that don't just happen in your business, there needs to be some intention and some thought behind it so that it can be a well-oiled machine so that you can do things like go on vacation. And just in case anyone is scratching their head, an SOP is a standard operating procedure. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and we could have conversations upon conversations upon conversations about that, which we will right now. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to hear in this podcast, systems are going to come up a lot. Mm -hmm. This is something we feel very strongly is missing in the entrepreneurial world. It needs to be talked about more. And a lot of people think they have systems in place and they really don't. And (laughs) so we'll talk about that at some other day too. Strategy is not a system. No, it's not a system. Well, I think that is it for today, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We will continue the conversation next time here at the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. Bye.
Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.